We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai studio, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. This is Chicago's number one and most listened to sports station. 670 The Score is Chicago Sports. Chicago Sports is The Score. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. Odyssey Station. Top of the hour is being brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Ray, let's go. Yo, Holmes. Lawrence Holmes. Holmes runs it really well. Noon to two. Holmes doing what Holmes does on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Yo, Holmes. And 670thescore.com. In Odyssey Station. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? I have noticed that uh, white guys generally don't seem to be big fans of Black Lives Matter. I know there are a lot of you here tonight. I don't really have any hard scientific data to back up my claim, but I have talked to my uncle about Colin Kaepernick, and I feel like that's a pretty good indication of the white male consensus. That never bothered me, a guy kneeling for the anthem. You know, I never felt like I had a right to be upset about that. I didn't, because I've gone to sporting events and spent the national anthem in the shitter. So... If kneeling is disrespectful, what I did in the Wrigley Field men's room in late July might have been treason. I don't know. That is a sample of Pat Tomasulo's special, What a Time to Be Alive. It is up on YouTube right now. You can watch it for free. I'm telling you, you are going to laugh your face off. You can check out Pat on the WGN Morning News. He's also on Twitch, so for all the people on Twitch, he is there, twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 The Score. He joins me on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline, Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Mr. Thomas Sulo, how are you, sir? I am well, Lawrence. Thank you uh, so much. I love I love the marriage there of my two things, saying you're going to laugh your face off. That's the name of the big comedy fundraiser I do as well. It's like two. It's like two plugs for the price of one today. That's why you're a pro. That's that, why you are where you are. This is what I do, man. People don't don't always see it, but sometimes I, I, I drop a gem or two. It works all the all the time for people that I love, like you, man. I are, do you want to talk sports at all? We'll talk whatever. Listen. I'm a guest on your show. We'll talk whatever you want to talk about. All right. I don't want to talk about sports with you. I, right, I, I would like to talk, talk about. I want to talk about the special and I want to talk about sports yeah. casting, but yeah. I want to talk about the special first. Sure. It's really great. How long did it take you to put it together? Um, you know, I would say somebody asked me this the other day. You know, I've been doing stand up 12 years now. 
And there might be, I think there are traces of bits that I did 10 years ago or eight years ago. But I think it really, the thing really evolved and really kind of came together in the last three years or so, right? Including however the hell long we were in a a pandemic, right? So I was going to do it. Actually, initially, I was going to tape it in December of 2020. I was gearing up to do it. And then the pandemic hit, and that obviously shot that to hell. And then a lot of the stuff that happened, you know, like the stuff about Black Lives Matter and the stuff about the, uh, the you know, some of the other topical stuff in there, Trump, some, some things about that, kind of came together after the pandemic. And, I'm, you know, I'm so glad that, um, that it did get pushed back because I think some of the bits in there that I really love the most kind of really only came together in the last year or so. Okay, well, I mean, that's fair. Like, you're, you're observing what's happening in the world and then talking about it. It's been one of the things that you've been good at for a really long time. How did you know you had an hour? Uh, well, I mean, I've been headlining shows for, you know, nine, not eight, nine years. So I've been doing... I've been doing that long on stage consistently for almost a a, a decade. I always heard like, you know, the adage is, you know, when you're most ready to record an hour and put it out there when you are absolutely sick of doing the jokes, right? Because when you have that hour and you've been doing it a lot, you know, you can get kind of bogged down in the, in the minutia. Like right now I'm, I'm trying to throw out that entire hour and start from, from scratch and I'm doing material that's all new, and there's a certain excitement that you get from doing new material and seeing these bits come together. But when you've been doing the tried and, and tested bits, you kind of, you know, once you start getting a little a little tired of them, then it's time to think about, all right, how can I perfect this, put it on tape, and put it out in the world? When did you know that this was something that you wanted to do? Like, along with, with doing the sports casting thing. Yeah. But, but when did you know, hey, man, I, I enjoy making people laugh, let me see how far I can take it. Well, in terms of like, you, you're talking about like stand up, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, when I first started at GN and even before GN, I was never really the traditional, you know, typical, you know, sportscaster. What I mean by that is just, you know, a straighter, a straighter personality. I always did stuff that was kind of on the fringes of sports. So I always knew I liked making people laugh. That was, that was never a question. That was always something I wanted to do through sports casting was make it humorous. You know, I'm, I'm guessing we're around the same age. Like we grew up in that sports center era when it was Craig Kilborn and Keith Olbermann and Dan Patrick. And so many of those guys went and did other things. I always thought that would be kind of the trajectory I would go. And stand up was always one of those things. I don't know. I was probably, Probably before I ever did stand-up, I had way too much confidence in my belief that I could do it. It was kind of one of those things where I was like, I, I don't know why. I just feel like I would be good at this. But it took me, it, it took some, some pushing for me to do it. I'll tell you who actually did it before me that encouraged me to, to do it was Annabelle Laval. Mm-hmm. She, she had always wanted to do stand-up, and then she did a show. And I was like, well, well, man, you know, she's she's telling me I can do it. So I tried it, and the first First couple of shows I did were with her and Mike Toomey, who's also, by the way, if you ever get a chance to see Mike Toomey perform live, do it. The guy He's fantastic. is single-handedly one of the funniest human beings I've ever met. I've met a lot of really famous, funny people. 
Mike Tooby is Mike Tooby's talent rivals any of them. So yeah, and that's you know it, it went pretty well the first couple of times, and then it, then you're hooked, man. Then then it's like a, a fix that you're chasing forever. It's just to keep getting that feeling. Well, I wanted to ask you about Anna and Mike. It's I I, I don't know this for a fact, but I imagine that there there isn't a news department for a show anywhere else in the country where there are three comedians who are right. prominently featured, and on top of that. Paul has acting background, so uh, yeah. it's 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 a pretty incredible group that's assembled over there around you on the morning show. Yeah, I mean, for what we do, like Paul Conrad is one of the quickest, funniest people I've I've ever worked with in my life. And then it's like you know the behind the scenes people too, you know, like Jeff Hoover and Brian Say and Ross McAbee, which are not you know names a lot of people uh, a lot of people know because they're not Hoover's Hoover's on the air a lot more than the other two guys. But yeah, even behind the scenes, it really is, it really is amazing. Like I, I, I can't believe what the hell we get away with on a daily basis over there. It's good though, right? Like it's, it's fun that you guys are given the latitude to be able to push some limits and have a little bit of fun in the morning. Yeah, well, you know, we're also keeping the lights on in that building, so I think they let us do. <laughs> I, I think, I think they keep getting those ad checks. From the sponsors forking over a ton of money to be on the number one rated show of the market. Believe me, the second those ratings go down, they'll have a lot less patience for our shenanigans. Yeah, but I don't think that's happening anytime soon. Pat Tomasulo joining me here. His new comedy special is out on YouTube. What a time to be alive. Please, please, please bookmark it and watch it later on tonight. There's no Bulls game. You don't have to worry about that. The Cubs and White Sox are still in spring training. Watch it tonight. You will definitely enjoy it. Is there a part of the process of putting an hour together that you like? And is there a part of the process of putting an hour together that you don't? Well, I think the best part was the recording. I mean, the recording was, you know, as, as a comedian, you're going to have, you know, if you're a good comedian, you're going to have way more better shows than you do bad shows. Everybody, everybody still bombs. It doesn't matter what level you're at. But there are those rare instances where, like, you're Don Larson in the World Series and you just, you throw a, per- like, everything lines up and you throw a perfect game. Like, for the taping, that was one of those nights. We had two sold-out shows at Zanies and Rosemont. Big shout-out to Zanies, by the way, for letting us go in there and completely transform that room and take it over. But that night was just, the crowds from the first joke were, were on fire. You know, it was it was one of the best performances I had ever given. So that, I think, was the best part. And then I think, you know, the, the part that's just tedious was the edit, right? Because you kind of, then you get into the nuts and bolts and all the minutia of, oh, God, is this camera angle right for this joke? Is this, and you forget that, you know, people are not, well, it's, it's like in TV. You forget that people are just watching it casually as a viewer and not with this technical eye that, that you're looking at it with. Um, so I think that was, you know, I wouldn't say there was any part of it that I disliked. You know, it's all been a pretty, a pretty great process. You know, the challenging thing is, you know, starting from scratch. I think that's kind of where I'm at now. Where that's that's, but that's exciting too. How did you get over the initial reaction from people when you first started doing stand up? Of oh, that's the guy from TV, and is yeah. is there a difference between? who Pat is on TV and who he can be on stage. Uh, I think there's a little, I think the, the version of me on stage is, 
you know, I don't think you see all of me on, well, I don't think you see all of what I can do on TV because, you know, we all have our roles and we all have our allotted time that we have to do what we do. And on stage, I think, you know, I'm able to really, I'm able to really stretch it out um, a lot more. But yeah, it's an interesting point you make because I think a lot of, you know, not a lot, but some, some comics have that luxury of being able to go into a club and a lot of people not knowing who they are and they can kind of play around a little bit and have fun. Like there are still people in this market who have no idea that I do stand up because I, you know, I don't have a Netflix special. I don't have a comedy central special. So there are times where I think, you know, like I'll be at the laugh factory or Zany's just working out some new material. And there are people in there that are seeing me for the first time. And you're like, ah, geez, you know, I don't know if I want this to be the very first reference representation of my standup that they see, you know, but you got to get over it because it's, it's part of the process and you got to just think about what you're working towards. Right. So I would say that's still something that's not great. It's not ideal, you know, um, but it's, but it's just part of the deal. I enjoyed it in the special that, you would at, at times challenge the audience with, yeah, you, I'm talking to you about the, these sorts of issues and I know where I'm at. Was that something that was scripted or did you just feel out the audience and knew how to play off of it? Well, are you talking about like, uh, like the Trump thing when I said yeah. I have you voted for him, I'm in the suburbs? Yes. Um, I think um, – I think that was, it's not necessarily scripted per se, but it was anticipated. I think a lot of the, you know, a lot of the shows that I do, I'm not a, um, you know, I'm, I'm very much not a partisan comic. And, you know, it's not that I don't have beliefs and, and ideals, you know, off stage, but on stage, I'm kind of an equal opportunity attacker. And um, I think the crowd that that attracts is a pretty mixed crowd, especially because I think a lot of people who know me from GN and who know me from, from my show um, are pretty split politically. So I always know there's a pretty good chance that half the people there, you know, voted one way and half the people voted the other way. That's just not, you know, for me, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, um, you know, a lot of the political humor and a lot of the partisan stuff, I, I feel like it's pretty low hanging fruit. I feel like there's very, there are very few comedians, right or left, that I see take a, a hyper-partisan stand that really back it up with really great jokes and not just talking points that get their crowd in a frenzy. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I think there are some that do it really well, and there's some that you're right, where they, they aren't doing it as well as maybe they could uh, when it comes to discussing some of these things. For, for you now, like, what's next? Like, Because now I'm like, look, we've seen you do Man of the People, and I thought that that was such an... Uh, a really aggressive swing. And I love that you got to do it. And I love that channel nine was even interested in letting you do it. And there's part of me that's like, Pat would be perfect for a sitcom. Do is that something that you want or is the creativity of doing stand up specials like the next frontier for you? Yeah, I think, listen, I have a, uh, I, I'm in a really, really good position with my day job, right? The, I love stand-up, but WGN is what keeps the lights on in my house. Stand-up stand up ain't paying my mortgage yet, Lawrence. I don't know if you know, but I released this special for 
free. Um, I think, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff sounds good. I think my immediate goal with the special is for it to reach enough people and for it to reach a big enough audience nationally that, you know, I, I, I can travel every weekend or every couple weekends a month and sell out clubs across the country. That's, that's kind of the, that's kind of the goal for me. And then if anything came of that fantastic, you know, but I think, you know, I love, I love my day job. I'm I'm not going to do anything that would, uh, that would jeopardize that or take away from that. But I would, I would definitely, if there's stuff, stuff here, is there, if there's stuff, things that shoot here that, that they were interested in me for doing. Yeah. And obviously totally be interested in that all right so this is like a a super inside and and probably too personal slash professional of a question for me to ask you but let's say hypothetically that oh the, boy that the today show says man that's a really funny comedian we need to get him yeah. on the air would yeah. channel nine let you go on the today show knowing that it would be on up against your show it would let me oh what do you mean to go on and promote it on yeah. the today show yes Oh, oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they'd go for that. I thought, <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me if the Today Show wanted me to work for them, but then I'm guessing in your head you were like, "There's no way the Today Show would take a risk on this maniac." No, yeah. that, are you kidding me? Like, trust me. Like, I think that you, any of the crew that's already there in the morning, would be great doing that stuff nationally. They don't do yeah. sports in the morning, which I'm sure would be totally fine with you. Right. They, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. The Today Show and Good Morning America, they're very, they're very buttoned down. I don't know. I don't know how I would go over with that crowd. I feel like you and Strahan could do some fun stuff. Maybe, maybe it's hour three. Like maybe it's you and, and Jenna and Hoda. Like maybe, maybe yeah, that's that where is, you're. Listen, I could, I could throw back some wine and pretend like I read books on, on TV. That's fine. That's, Show me where to go. That seems like a great thing. How can people view the hour special? The hour special is on my YouTube page. You can just search my name on YouTube or youtube.com slash Pat Tomasulo comedy, or it's uh, it's linked to it on my website, pattomasulo.com. I've seen Pat live. I watched this special. He is an extremely funny comedian. You're going to love this special. What a time to be alive. Just search it on YouTube. You'll be able to find it. We just tweeted out the link on the score account as well. If you would like to see it, Pat, congratulations on this, man. You should be really proud of it, and, and thank you for being on my show. Lawrence, you are a, you're a good man. You are a true pro, and I hope to, to see more of you soon. I hope that is the case. That is Pat Tomasulo. Channel 9. I remember, so my, one of my good friends is a dude named Dave Hellum. Dave is a comedian. He's from Chicago. He works in L.A. He's written on a bunch of shows that you think are funny, and he does a... A, a show once a month back here in Chicago at North Bar. And it's some of the best local comedians. Shout out to, to Joey Villa Gomez, uh, Erica Nicole Clark. And a couple times I've gone in there, Pat has been in there doing work, like doing a 15-minute set. He's hilarious. I saw Pat. He did a Christmas show. Him and John Vincent, our, our friend John Vincent, did like a, a comedy singing. Like it was old school and, you know, John, he's such an amazing singer. He always wants to hug you, too, and that's good. He likes to spread love like Kermit the Frog, and I dig that. But Pat is hilarious, and especially for those of us of a certain age, like Pat and I are in our mid-40s. 
I think you'll enjoy it. There's a lot of good stuff in there about relationships and and how he's happy that he's married. Because they are pegging out here, Ray. You got to be careful. If you're back in these streets, understand. There's some new stuff that maybe they weren't doing before. But they're doing it now. Why are you shaking your head, Rick Camp? You know it's true. Girl, you know it's true. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Every day, these last three days, Ray has been like, what? What did I do? What did I do? I had this show in the morning. Those two guys are not crazy people. And now I work for this crazy man. I'm go- he wants to talk about fruit at baseball games and do Millie Vanilli jokes. I'm sorry, Ray, but this is how it's going to go. So you need to be ready. Sometimes I just get off the tracks. I'll get back on them when it's appropriate. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the Bulls last night. And there's a couple of Bears things that you need to hear, including from the general manager, Ryan Poles. We will discuss that next here on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.